0: To this. And you're in the mix with kind of real Name. Here's another OMFL production. What's up everybody welcome to press pass live your weekly podcast show for the omfl i am your host nate and i am glad that you're here with me today we're going unscripted once again today why um because it's been a really busy week and uh, i didn't have time to actually come up with an agenda and i'll be honest it's not fun coming up with an agenda when i'm all by myself and no one else can join me um unfortunately still major cable issues in my neighborhood And they have not figured it out, which means I can't stream just yet in this little fancy way that we stream here. So instead, I'm having to record offline and then get it uploaded so that you guys can watch. So I'm flying solo again, but we're going to jump right into it and do an overview of the league. And then we're going to wrap some things up and uh, get off to my game against the Oakland Raiders here in just a second. All right, let's get over here and look at my game of the week. I'm actually going to be a little bit selfish today. I never pick my own games. I never even like to talk about my own games. This week 13 game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers was an instant classic. This one's going to have to go upload it into the record books, and be into our vault of instant classic games because me and Big Hurt had an instant classic game here, and it was a ton of fun. You can see here 100 rushing yards to 140. That Tampa Bay Bucks team, they can really gash you, and even though you hold them down for a lot of the game, you turn your corner one time man and they're gashing you for big plays. But that defense played superb. He kept me to 199 passing yards. A lot of those came really late in the game. 337 passing yards he threw a couple of picks which means he had the ball a lot more and had a lot more opportunities um, because I, I was able to score early in that game um, pretty quickly uh, but look this 21 first downs this guy was unbelievable in the second half I was getting all the breaks in the first half I took a 21 to 6 lead in the halftime and then he come roaring back had a lead until one minute left to go in the game I ended up getting a game-winning drive. You can see six third-down conversions to four, the three turnovers to one. The time of possession was in his favor. He held the ball for 21 minutes and 59 seconds. And again, just completely dominated me in the second half. Joe Burrow struggled today. I know, 104.6 seconds. He struggled. It really came late for him. One touchdown, one interception. Why do I struggle with this name? I don't know, what I do. Pega uh, 352 passing yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions on the day, four sacks against Burrow, only two against Tua. And uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, outside of the turn the ball over, really played well. Kamara, 14 for 92, but you can see here Ross, 9 for 95. He had a big long run. I don't know if it'll show it here. Yep, of 32 um, and really set them up for an easy touchdown. Freeman, 12. 48 receiving, though you're gonna see a couple of big numbers Evans 11 receptions, 204 yards, and a touchdown. Mike Thomas 5 for 85, Smith 6 for 78, and a touchdown Howard 3 for 37. Looking at the defense real quick Eli Apple had a heck of a game one interception on the day, seven tackles. Bell had seven tackles, Payne had seven tackles. Of course, they had the ball so long uh, we were able to rack up a bunch of tackles. Darren Reed here with one and a half sacks, Copeland with one sack, Villa with one sack, and Malcolm Brown with one sack, Raquan Davis and Pickney each had half a sack, and Solomon Thomas with half a sack. I think interceptions were Charter-Garner and Apple. Both of them were outstanding interceptions, no touching on the sidelines and just... Made really great plays, and then Devin White with an interception from Tampa Bay. Again, it came down to the last minute of the game. If you want to go watch this one, it is up on our stream. Go check it out. Fast forward to the last two minutes of the game and just watch some really crazy football. I had a field goal block early in this game that was a return for a touchdown that put me up uh, 14 to nothing, I think, or 14-3 in the first half. It was a crazy play. I was late jumping the ball, but something happened. I made it there, and then I didn't even jump. The ball bounces off of his head, hits the ground twice. He picks it up and runs it in. It was just one of those goofy Madden plays, but that is our game of the week. Again, I never talk about my games, but it was so weird of a game and a fun game that I definitely wanted to cover it. Again, we're flying by the seat of our pants here, but we're coming to the end. We're in week 14. We're going to be in week number 15 here probably tomorrow sometime. We're starting to get a shape of what the playoffs are going to look like here. Look at the AFC North. You got two teams really battling it out, with the Browns and the Bengals. The Ravens have kind of roared back here. They have a chance here only two games back, with four games left to play. It's a slim chance there is an opportunity for them. Looking at the AFC South, these two teams have battled it out between the Colts and the Titans, and they kind of just went back and forth. The Titans had a little trip up. They lost last week, and uh, now the Colts look like they have this one in the bag, but there's still four games left to go, so a lot can happen in those four games. The Dolphins at eight and four have this one pretty much wrapped up. Again, there's two games there, so there's still an opportunity for the Jets, but Tim with the new ownership, he's dropped three in a row. It's going to be tough to come back when you drop three in a row. You're down two with four left to play. Looking at the AFC West, you got the Chiefs at nine and four. You got the Miners at nine and four. And the Miners have really come back here in in the last six weeks. You can see it right here on the screen with a game, a six-game winning streak here. Only a two-game winning streak for the Chiefs. Crazy numbers being put up by the Miners. They have three of the top receivers in this league. They're going to make the Chiefs earn this one. That's going to be a fun race to see how it comes down to. Looking at the NFC North, you got the Lions with a one-game lead against the Bears. What has happened to the Vikings? I mean, they're still in it at six and seven. They're three games back, two games back with the Bears. I guess technically they're still in it, but man, that team is so loaded with talent. Um, Something has happened there. I don't know what the story is there, but that team is very good. and They could play spoiler here in the last four games if you're not uh, ready to play against them because that team has a lot of talent in all different aspects of of their team. The Lions at 8-4 look like they have an opportunity to put this one away. They got a really good team. They're on a one-game winning streak after dropping the run before the Bears on a one-game winning streak. So the Bears are trying to hang in there. They're running out of time to make a run. NFC South, you got the Panthers at nine and three, a one-game losing streak, but I think they've lost three of the last four. Um, and so they've kind of come back to the pack here, but they still hold a two-game lead. Six and six Saints, six and six Buccaneers. A big win for the Saints last week, but the Buccaneers have the win in I think week one or week two against the Saints. And so, look, four-game losing streak for the Buccaneers, a two-game winning streak for the Saints. So I guess this one's going to be a tight race to see who can actually win this one. But um, again, time's running out. Four games left to play. I think the Panthers and the Saints actually have a, a big matchup here next week or the week after. Redskins have this one wrapped up, 11-2, they have won their division, and they're looking to wrap up the number one seed, I think we'll see in the NFC West here, the Eagles maybe have a chance for a wild card, but they're going to have to make a run really quickly here, Seahawks at 10-2, um, so they're battling out with the Redskins for that number one seed, a couple of games left to go here, Cardinals at 7-5, and five, still hanging tough, still very much in that wild card run. So give you a quick overview of exactly where we sit as a league and exactly where we sit just with all of the teams as we come down to the last couple of weeks here. Week 14, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I do play the Panthers next. So it is week 15 I play the Panthers. So that's going to be a big pivotal matchup, and there's going to be a lot of these division games. I think Madden does it the way the NFL does it, where they put a lot of those division games late, and, and we see a lot of really good games as we come down the home stretch here. Um look at some stats real quick. Let's look at the schedule. Let's see what kind of big games are coming up. This should be a fun look. We rarely look at the upcoming schedule. Week 15 Packers and Lions. That will be a big one. Grease can catch anybody if they're sleeping, so you got to be careful there. The Chiefs with the big game against the Jets. Uh, Tim's trying to hang tough. The Chiefs and Penguins needs a big win. The Browns are going to have to face the Giants. The Giants have been kind of high and cold lately. They absolutely demolished me. They had a crazy game, I think, against the Baltimore Ravens. Um, So this is not going to be an easy win for the Browns. They're going to have to show up. Miners and the Steelers, this is going to be a game to watch. Uh, Since Jason has taken over the Steelers, they've been winning a lot of games. They've made a run here. The Miners have made a run. They're winning six in a row. So this is going to be a pivotal matchup between defense versus offense. I know that Clyde has been frustrated with how his has showed up lately, but the Miners are going to score a lot of points, so that should be a good one. Look, I know the Falcons have only won two games, but it looks like their owner is back, so the Redskins better not be caught sleeping because he's going to get hammered here, and when you only have a one-game lead for that number one seed, which is so important because everyone's going to have to come to your home, you want to make sure that you keep that, and so... Denver's going to have to be ready here. Oops, almost uh, messed up there. Denver's going to have to be ready here and be ready to play the Atlanta Falcons. Texans-Colts is kind of a throwaway. If you never know what Patriots team is going to show up in blue. This quarterback can play really good for him. He could upset the Dolphins, but Kevin needs to keep things rolling there. Cowboys and Buccaneers is going to be a really pivotal matchup. The Cowboys have played really well since Sox fan has taken them over. And Big Hurt has stumbled out of the block the last four games. Panthers Saints we kinda of already touched on that one. Jaguars and Ravens. Ravens have been kinda of hot and cold. You never know what's gonna happen here as the Ravens are trying to catch up there. I think we said there were two games back before left to left the play. Um, Eagles will be a really good one. Eagles won last week. Bikes Bull had this team playing really good. Um, he had the Panthers at 9-0. Goes over to the Eagles. They could upset Lovacocz and the Bengals. Little Koch was the Owner of the Eagles, and so he knows exactly how that team is made up. He's going to have to show up really well against his own team if he's going to pick up that victory. And then Bears and Titans—that's going to be a tough one. Titans are one of the best teams in the NFL. Uh, Smash is trying to make a run at the Lions here. He's going to need to pick up a victory there. We're going to quickly scan this one: Redskins and Ravens. That should be a classic matchup. Look again, Redskins have played the better football so far this season. The Ravens had made a run here in the last couple of the games. Lions-Vikings, we talked about this. The Vikings are loaded with talent. Ross uh, can definitely make them pay if uh, if Cooley is not ready to play this team. Buccaneers and Giants will be a really good game. Steelers and Bengals should be a really good game. Saints and Cowboys could be a pivotal matchup. Broncos and Chiefs, um, I don't know if the Broncos are back yet, but he was in the OMFL Bowl last year, not having the season had some personal issues and had to step away but still could get a victory there against the Chiefs if the Chiefs don't show up ready to play but if I know Penguins do have his team ready to play Panthers and Miners that will be a great matchup Maniac versus C Murder the Miners again are making a run here and that will be a really good game and Colts um, him is going to be up against a Buzzsaw he's going to need a, a little bit of luck and some prayer to get through that one but you never know Madden does some weird things sometimes Falcons and Bears, we talked about the Falcons. They could play spoiler here in the last little bit of the season. And then here is a really good matchup. Again, Rob is trying to hang in there with the Seahawks. He's going to need some luck. He's going to need this victory. It's going to be a big game. He's got to travel and hit the road. You never know what's going to happen there. And then Browns and Eagles. The Browns are not having an easy end of the season here. Mike Bull, again, took over a team that wasn't very good. But he is an extremely good player. And the Browns better be ready going to get us to week number 17 let's see what kind of matchups we have here uh eagle saints again i'm gonna have to play in Bowl again i think he beat me pretty handily in like week two or week three i think it was week three and so that's not going to be an easy game for either one of us hopefully i can just make it a matchup uh, titans and jaguars look you never know if brady brady has a really good defensive team Odell has just seemed to be a buzzsaw this year and just like the colts he seems to be a little unstoppable man here's those Browns again they finish with the Redskins the three or four tough games in a row here for Massimo these Browns he's really gonna have to get it together because he does not have an easy slate to win his division and get into the playoffs and then your victory for getting in the playoffs is to play like the Titans or the Colts so uh, and if you're gonna earn this one Massimo you're gonna have to really earn this one Giants and Cowboys should be a really good one Lions and Buccaneers so even the Lions here couple kind of tough games as they wrap up their season. Colts and Steelers, this would be a really fun matchup, especially as we see how the Browns play out of the last four weeks of the season. Can the Steelers make a run here? This could be a really pivotal matchup for the Colts. Do they have things wrapped up by now? Are they resting some starters so that nobody gets hurt? Ravens I think will be a really good game. Seahawks and Vikings can be a really fun one to watch. Chiefs and Miners will be probably game of the week. That would be a really, really fun game to watch. And then Dolphins versus Cardinals. Where's Kevin and his team? Does he have his division wrapped up? Is Rob given up? Is he still pushing teams? Does he still need a victory to get uh, in there over the, a wild card or even over the Seahawks? And then finally, the Falcons and Panthers. Again, the Falcons probably are back. I think they're back maniac has dropped a couple in a row here like is he gonna need this victory to wrap up the nfc south or falcon's gonna play spoiler <clears throat> let's look at some stats and then we'll wrap up the show against a pretty short show it's just me by myself and so reason to keep this here too too long Tyreek jackson just having an amazing season here uh, 4,186 yards, 33 touchdowns, only 18 interceptions. I mean, 69%. This guy can run. He can pass. He's got a log of 94. It's only been sacked 33 times, which is outstanding. That Miners team has low-key had a really great offensive line this entire night, and he's played really, really well. Hunter Woodward, even for the Broncos, he's suffered this season. He's playing really good. Josh Allen for the Bills is right up here. Ralph O'Neal, a late-season pickup there for the Eagles is playing well. Ryan Colt, we know that what he can do. Jared Goff, so we're seeing some names here. uh, Worthington, who better be an import because that dude is a stud. He won't be, though, because the Packers do have, I think, what like two really good quarterbacks on that roster already, but he's really good. Dwight uh, Dwight Cancel is another really good. So we've seen some new names up here. Uh, With the Falcons taking a step back this season, it's really opened up the door to see some new quarterbacks towards the top here. Here's not a new name. Matt Breda, 1,288 rushing yards, 18 touchdowns. This guy's having a superb season. I don't know how the hell Alvin is right behind him, but he is. uh, 1,201 yards, 9 touchdowns on the season. Christian Bates, he kind of came out of nowhere, a rookie from two years ago. He's got over 1,000 yards and 13 touchdowns. Kareem Hunt, Josh Jacobs. So, again, we're, we're, we're seeing a little bit of outside of Breida, I'm seeing a little bit of a mix up of even running backs in this league having really good seasons. Here's not a surprise. And that's <laughs> these two receivers here. The Miners and Colin were just <clears throat> unbelievable what they can do with this team, 1,400 receiving yards for both of these guys. They're both over 75 receptions, 10 touchdowns for Rubs, the rookie, five touchdowns for Gator. I mean, just unbelievable. Gator has got to be a Hall of Famer in this league. Proctor right there with him, 75 receptions, 1,300 yards. Smith Schuster, we were talking about just a couple press pass lives ago. Was he going to have a record-breaking season? And he's now fourth on this list. Um, and really has been outshone by two guys that are on the exact same team. Look at a little defense here. There's no reason to look at blocking. Nobody likes the big, fat old lineman anyway. Actually, I do, but nobody likes to look at those stats. Edmonds having an outstanding season for the uh, for the Buffalo Bills and, and uh, Outlaw. I forgot his name there for a second. 122 tackles. Oren Burks there for the Green Bay Packers. C.J. Mosley for the Rams. Raquan Smith, we know what he's done. He's been an outstanding pro bowler here in this league since this entire Madden. I think Cashman, again, this guy has just been a stud for the Colts. Low-key, one of the best linebackers in this league. Jabari Thurman, this guy's going to probably win defensive rookie, or defensive, not rookie, your defensive player of the year. 35 sacks, even with the nerf numbers, he's going to, Mind-blowing what he's doing in 12 tackles for loss, 75 tackles, 74 tackles for a defensive tackle on 35 sacks. Outstanding. Fletcher Cox, we know what he's been doing in this league. Billy Bosa still getting it done for the Washington Redskins and Christian Wilkinson. What's kind of cool here is to see three defensive tackles actually leading the league in sacks here. That's kind of crazy to see. Ashton Davis, this guy is going to win Rookie of the Year He's just been such an outstanding player for the Miami Dolphins. Seven tackles for loss, 67 tackles on the year, and nine interceptions. Deontay Jackson with nine interceptions. David Howard, again, Miami Dolphins just picking everybody off and just playing really, really good football. you got Slay, Kenny Moore, Humphreys, and Ward all right here towards the stop. The, the Chiefs here have really put up a great defensive backfield between Slay and and Ward. I mean, you can see here they get 16 interceptions from their starting cornerbacks. They're stopping people. They're getting the ball. They're getting turnovers. And it's causing that team to play really, really well on defense. And Penguin knows one thing. Penguins knows how to build a really great defense, and that's exactly what he's done with his team. So it gives you a quick look of exactly where we are as a league. Again, that gives us a quick look at where we are with the playoff standings with division leaders, a quick look at some upcoming games, a quick look at even um, some statistical leaders here in season number 91. Yeah, 91 I think is what we're in. No new press pass live questions in the mailbag. Um, This is the part that kind of always worried me and why we weren't going to push for another season People have been really unplugged and I get it. COVID's starting to break a little bit. People are starting it's summertime. People are getting out in the yard. They're, you know, doing more things. They're getting away as much as they can. People are just kind of tired of this Madden. And when you're in the end of a cycle, you're at the end of your season and you know you're not going to be in the playoffs. It becomes really hard to stay engaged, to create content, to do all that fun stuff. But really, I encourage you to stay strong, to finish strong, to continue to produce as much content as you can. This season we've had a lot of personal issues take over and maybe personal issues kind of come up even more when I mean, there's nothing to play for, but we've had a lot of teams who have had things to play for who've just had personal issues come up they haven't been able to, to be as engaged as they normally would. Chat has been completely dead. So, look, I'm just saying we are starting to have conversations about who will be invited back and not invited back. Some of you are going to not be invited back but offered a deuce position if you want to go down to the deuce and work your way up um, and some of you, uh, you know, if if you have bad FPR, if you're not engaged, we got to give other people an opportunity to come play in the OMFL because I do believe it's a privilege to play in this league. It is a privilege to play uh, with a board who works so hard and a league that produces so much content and creates a safe place for everybody. So you got to stay engaged and you got to finish strong if you want to be invited back. We will have a summer league that's going to start here, 2002 rosters. We'll probably get sign-ups here really soon on that and in the next three weeks we're going to start our drive, our fundraiser drive for all the different things because things are starting to come due. The, I know the website was due, the storage was due, I got to pay that all in the next two weeks. Um, the, the big website hosting is going to be due really soon so a lot of things are starting to come due. And uh, we're going to need your help to pay for these things or we'll have to come up with some other way to do them. So if you want to help us participate in that, we sure would need your help and be thankful for your help because we can't do this without any of the owners. The LNFL always carries a big load of this. And to be honest, we've had some big givers who've kind of walked away from the communities of whole because of some just personal things in their lives. And um, so we're really going to need to figure out a way to up with the funds that are needed to run this league it it takes about a thousand dollars a year to run everything in this league and um, you know i give as much as i possibly can and that's all i'm asking everybody else if you enjoy this league help us pay for things and help us get things taken care of but more than that let's finish strong let's stay healthy we've got a new mental health and physical health as well as spiritual we'll spill it spit 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 i can't talk it's late I, I, I need to go to bed. That's what I need to do. I still got to play the Oakland Raiders. But anyway, spiritual health, mental health, physical health those chats are up. Looking for a way to share tips and tricks and just things and tools and resources and give you a place to talk if you need it. Um, and if not, then just ignore it and stay healthy. Let's keep playing. Sign up for the Summer League here really soon and let's enjoy it. That's going to be it from Press Pass Live. I love you guys. I hope that you have a great rest of your week. We'll see you next time. Peace.